we really love you It ain't our place to judge you Your feelings get about it naturally There's no point in hiding So feel free to start confiding If you need a good friend You can count on me You can count on me You can count on me Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone And I'm Kim And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them A Harry Potter fan fiction podcast that is today a live experience, but not for you. (laughs) (laughs) This is a live experience that happened live in the past being brought to you today in its recorded audio format. Very excited Mm -hmm. for everybody to hear this. I, Mm a little peek behind the curtain, behind the scenes, I stressed so much about finding fan fictions for our LeakyCon Orlando (laughs) live show. Oh, buddy. Up until like a couple of hours beforehand, I had a list. I wasn't sure which ones I was going to use. I was like, none of these are good enough. You had such a list. And I was like, Sequoia, you already have found it. That's like a rom-com trope, right? (laughs) You need to go back through your fan fiction Rolodex. The one is already in there. Am I thinking of Thirty Rock? Is it? Is that a rom-com trope, or is that just a plot point from Thirty Rock? You need to help tell me. It is both. It is both. Okay, both of those things. That's that's been that was the plot of of uh, some terrible Valentine's Day rom-com. It's happened before. It's happened. All right. This has been okay. Good. But you know, it was exactly like that. I had to go through, and I. Absolutely, 100%. I'm just going to say this right now. Nailed it. You fucking killed me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm really excited for you all to listen to these. We had such a blast. I mean, we've already gushed about LeakyCon and how much fun we had and et cetera, et cetera. And, like, it's so, it's, it's having the live experience is so different. Having the people there to laugh at us Mm -hmm. in real time is so fucking Mm -hmm. wild. (laughs) It's weird and it's fun. And yeah, I'm really excited to share it with you. Before we get to that, I think we have one announcement. We do have one announcement. And that announcement is, hey, hey, did you know? Oh my God, we can't (laughs) keep doing this. So I think uh, I really enjoyed this live show. I think you all are going to really enjoy this live show. If you enjoy this live show and want to come to one, you have the opportunity to do such at LeakyCon Denver. The schedule is out now, uh, subject to change, of course. But if you want to take a peek at all the fun programming we've got on our slate, I would recommend doing that. And then I would recommend clicking over to buy tickets and uh, (laughs) putting in Fanatical as your code at checkout to get yourself a discount. We've got some fucking incredible programming going on and i'm so excited hell yeah we do dude so excited for it so that is our announcement as per usual and (laughs) um now we can just play for you this really fun live show we did this fan fiction is called slytherin's air oh no it is a drama slash adventure <laughs> oh no <laughs> um and this was released post goblet of fire oh no <laughs> what do you got for me and remember well, we're live so you don't have your usual like yeah, three usual, minutes like, to sit there minute and, freak out <laughs> yeah and do this that i edit out in post oh, not this time but i buddy. have to enter the mind palace <laughs> Post Goblet of Fire is hard because I was going to say there's a new prophecy, but they don't even have the first prophecy at this point. Correct. Farts. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, Someone other than Tom Riddle is going to be revealed to be related to Slytherin. Okay. Sure. Um, That's my first one. It's going to be an original character. Love that. Is that one? That's, That's two. Okay, you're I'll, counting I'll that as two? I'll take that as two. Oh, my God. <laughs> Drama I'm slash you a break adventure? Here. Yeah. 
I also tagged this one myself because it didn't actually have tags on it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Weird. It's weird when they don't tag it because, like, then you know really nothing when you click on it. Yeah, exactly. All right, one more. I thought you'd forgotten. (laughs) Voldemort. No. You said adventure? Yes. There will be swords swords in this. Yes, 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 yes. Good. (laughs) I was wondering. I was like, you don't even have time to come in with predictions. You have to use the swords prediction. (laughs) My goodness. All right. Okay. I have to get ready. I have to get in the zone Mm. to be prepared Mm. for this fan fiction Mm. entitled Slytherin's Heir. Cheesy wheezy. Chapter one. No! (laughs) How many chapters are there? One. Yes! (laughs) Does it have a title or is it got default chapter title? (laughs) No, it does not have a title. It does not have a title. It is just purely chapter one. And we are going to absolutely hit the ground running. This concert rocks! Yes! <laughs> what? Cassandra McCartney hollered over her friend over the singing of Good Charlotte, a popular rock band. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is how the story Slytherin's Air begins. Give me that name again. Cassandra. Cassandra McCarnery. McCarnery. McCarnery? McCarnery. I'm not sure that's okay. McCarnery. 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 But that's how it's spelled. Cassandra. All right, Cassie. Cassie loves Good Charlotte. Cassie loves Good Charlotte more than anything in this world. And it's the most important thing about her. (laughs) Probably. Great. She stopped talking and began to sing in beat with the music. <laughs> as opposed to out of beat with the music. You know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. She knows their stuff. She knows it she's, by heart. Yeah, it's a part of she's her. She's no poser. The music of Good Charlotte runs through her very veins. <laughs> Elizabeth Heathenry. Elizabeth Heathenry nodded her head vigorously and smiled widely as the last note of the song blasted out. So we are going to go ahead and give you a point already. I I, I did say that the OC was going to be Slytherin's heir. True. Someone other than... I don't don't have it yet. That's true. We don't Don't, know that yet. Don't give me points. We don't know that yet. Just because you feel sorry for me. (laughs) But I like to. For this next song, I think we will need volunteers no. to help us sing. No, you don't. Anyone want to? This is n- no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, what? the band. Good Charlotte. They're pulling up people from oh, the okay. crowd to sing on stage. They're they're sleepy. They <laughs> they need someone no. else to do it for this them. This is fan engagement. Oh, this is, is it? This is fan engagement. Okay. Every single person in the building threw his or her hand into the air at the same time. <laughs> Everybody wants to go up on stage and sing. (laughs) A tall boy raised his hand with a long bit of wood in it and muttered a Latin phrase under his breath. Oh my gosh, are our main characters muggles? They are. Yes. But there does happen to be a wizard there that wants to sing with Good Charlotte so badly that they're they're just going to use magic in a giant crowd of muggles. That's spicy. They really want it. (laughs) (laughs) He placed the wood back in his pocket, Mm -hmm. smiled, and raised his hand quickly into the air. (laughs) How about you? Joel pointed at Cassandra with a grin. Naturally, Mm. we've got to have our mains. Our mains have got to get on stage with Charlotte or else what is this story? What's the point? Exactly. It's interesting that the self-insert actually isn't a wizard. Yeah, I mean, it happens sometimes. Sometimes, but usually you're doing it so that you can go to Hogwarts and smooch Harry. Harry, Or Draco. Or Draco. Or Draco. I mean, here's the thing, though, is like, are they, do they believe they're muggles at this point? Are they at a muggle concert? Yes. 
but it has not been confirmed right. whether or not True. they are actually non-magical. They just magical. seemed very baffled by the wand, and I mean, I do 11-year-olds go to good Charlotte concerts by themselves? <laughs> the audience does not know. They are, Nobody not knows. All right, all right. Okay, okay, Who maybe. Who has ever been 11? Not me. <laughs> How about you? Joel pointed at Cassandra with a grin. You! He was now pointing at Elizabeth, smiling. We gotta have both of them. Gotta have both the mains. Right. And a dazed look entered his eyes, and he pointed to the tall boy. Is this... He's been like... in here? What? You have to say if you're a child. No, it's, no. A, it's you know, our face. Right. Right, it's right, Elizabeth right, right. and Co. Is this fucking Tom Riddle? <laughs> Trying to get up on stage at the Good Charlotte concert. <laughs> Tom, what are you doing? I love this theory. <laughs> Is it Tom? I don't know. We'll see. He loves Good Charlotte. <laughs> A dazed look entered his eyes and he pointed at the tall boy. You too. That should be it. So it's just the three of them. Okay, all right. Cassandra and Elizabeth squealed with delight and jogged up to the stage. The boy just walked up to the stage very calmly. He's very calm. Okay. And positioned himself so he was standing next to Cassandra. After this song, I need to talk to you outside, he told her. What? <laughs> He so he got up on stage so he could talk to her. Yeah, this was the this was the best and most this efficient was the only way. way he could do it <laughs> for him to contact her. What else would he do, could he have done? Well, I know Cassandra loves Good Charlotte, and Good Charlotte has a concert in her hometown, <laughs> like a year and a half from now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Easiest way. All right. After this song, I need to talk to you outside, he told her. Cassandra looked startled, but nodded. This is a stranger. Don't go talk to a stranger outside Do not do this thing. Do, 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 do this this is danger zone. <laughs> you know all... Oh, no. You know all the words to lifestyles of the rich and the famous? Benji asked. All three nodded. Right then, on the count of three. Is this a song fic? Are we about to... I mean, there was some lyrics. I did cut them. I wasn't just going to sing Lifestyles of right, the Famous right. on the panel. Fair enough. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> Lifestyles of the Witch and the Famous. Yes! <laughs> they followed along with grins and giggles every time they messed up. Here's the thing. I don't believe that Cassandra messed up this song one time. No. She is a super fan. She knows all the words. She was she was perfect, but she was laughing at her friend. She was laughing at her friend. Her friend was messing up, yeah. but it wasn't her. And it was definitely whatever the tall boy is. Oh, yeah. He's only here to make contact with Cassandra. <laughs> so does he know the words to Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous? He, he didn't do any prep work. <laughs> No, he did. He's been singing it karaoke style into his mirror, this specific song, this one song. for the past like three weeks. I mean, he's he maybe, having it. Maybe he imperioed what song they were going to sing in. Also. That's true. He's like, it's the one I know. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the boy only sang and never joined in Cassandra and Elizabeth's festivities. He's He doesn't Festiv seem very fun. Festivities? The festivities of giggling. Oh, okay. As it were. <laughs> they're not. They're not. They're dancing. Boogieing? They're giggling. And this guy's just like standing there singing. Lifestyles. The rich and the famous. Ooh. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, Cassandra noticed every time they hit the phrase, if money's such a problem, well, they've got mansions, think we should rob them, the boy's face would mask over with annoyance. <laughs> what, what color was this boy's hair? Did the, did the story say? Um, it did not say. Oh, no. <laughs> What's or, that song by Tonks and the Oars? Um, Tax of the Malfoys. Mm. 
I don't know. I It's not clear who this is yet, okay? You may be surprised. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to say we've got two songs on the board. Oh, we do. We're killing it. We do. Every song we ever mention on the podcast goes on a playlist on Spotify, because and it is the most wild playlist. We're very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. Where was I? He hopped off the stage, so the song is over. Mm -hmm. He hopped off the stage and strode down the aisle towards the door, and right before he left, he looked at her, and she nodded. Cassandra went out to find him a few minutes of giggling with Elizabeth later. She left her friend behind. She's going to go meet this guy from the concert Ah! outside. Oh, did no one teach you about strangers? Also, she's missing the concert. Also, yeah. Was that the last song? I hope it wasn't the last song. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they would invite people up on stage to sing with them for the last song. Who knows? All right. So she goes outside. She found him. When she found him, he was staring off into space, talking to himself. He didn't hear her come out, and she caught some of what he was saying. Okay. He's just muttering to himself. Sure, this is convenient. It's a really great way to get out some exposition. This is a convenient (laughs) way to get some, yeah. How do I tell her? (laughs) Dang. Oh, he's doing a psych-up thing. He is. He is. He's doing a psych-up thing. (laughs) Dang. It's like... Your cells are Slytherin's heir and are one of the most powerful witches ever to live. (laughs) You're even being searched for by your uncle who enjoys mass murdering everyone. Uncle? Yeah. Yeah, her uncle. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, that's great. Mass murder? I do like that she that she sort of zeroed in on the important part, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes in fan fiction, they would hear that, and they would be like, whose cells are Slytherin? Yep. Or whatever, you know, when you're in, like, no, but he literally just said the words mass murder. <laughs> and like, uncle. And uncle. And witch? Which I don't think that she knows. I think that this person is unaware that they are magical. Uh-huh. But good job, Cassandra narrowed right in on mass murder. Most important part. Yes. Cassandra worried about this boy's sanity. Why was she out there alone with him again? Cassandra! (laughs) Cassandra. Cassandra. Leave! (laughs) Oh, I didn't know you were there. Your uncle is Tom Riddle? You know who? She no, did, I don't she does know not. Who. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> Absolutely Never has no him. idea. Never heard of that guy. <laughs> Cassandra wondered if Tom Riddle was a name that her teachers might have mentioned any one of those many times that she was daydreaming during class. Oh, Cassandra. Oh, Cassandra. Classic Cassandra. Never <laughs> listens. So cute. V- v- Voldemort? That's also not going to mean anything to her, buddy. Yeah, if she didn't get Tom Riddle or you know who, then I think you're kind of out of luck on this one. It's not going to work. The boy said in a low, hurried voice. He immediately looked around, as if afraid that some guy would jump out of the shadows and chop off his head. (laughs) And now I just imagine Voldemort jumping out from behind a bush with like a machete. They they didn't say his name, what is it, like 200 times or whatever in order to summon him? Oh, yeah. It does take roughly 200 times saying Voldemort to summon him, as we have learned from fan fictions of the past. (laughs) Um... (laughs) He's the most feared wizard in the world. We have to get you to Hogwarts before you know who gets here looking for you. Where? (laughs) I love her. (laughs) What is she doing? She's rolling with the punches. She's going with the flow. Something's happening. Mass murder. Witches. It's fine. Yeah, I mean... Good job asking a couple questions. You're going to take me where? We're not going to a second location. Cassandra, do not go to a second location. 
just come on. I've already said a port key. It should be leaving in two minutes. She doesn't know what a port key is. Stop saying words. Cassandra followed him with overflowing questions. (laughs) The general reaction of no was very good. I'm glad everyone's aware. Stranger danger. (sighs) But she did follow him. She did go. She did go. Do my parents know where I'm going? How would they, you dummy? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes, I've already spoken with them. Well, if that's the case, then we're all fine. Then let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Where are we going? She asked. The boy motioned for her to touch a cracked vase. Okay. This is his. This is his, his pocket key. vase. Yeah. <laughs> how how big is the vase? I have a lot of questions about the vase. <laughs> They didn't Was mention he... he's wearing uh, robes. Right. He's wearing robes. So he has room for an entire vase <laughs> within the caverns of the robe. I mean, he uh, to me, he was standing on stage with good Charlotte with, a, with the... a vase in his hand. <laughs> Lifestyles of the rich and the famous. <laughs> you know? going she asked as the boy motioned for her to touch a cracked vase hogwarts he saw her confused face and elaborated okay it's in europe (laughs) we 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 have been in america the whole time time. oh i'm filled with power Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Also, Europe is like it's pretty big. Yep. Like, you yeah, you can't just be like we're yep. going to Europe. <laughs> My God. Oh, excellent. Cassandra nodded. Europe. She'd always wanted to go there. Cassandra, Cassandra, Cassandra. Oh, honey. Suddenly, she was jerked off her feet and swirling through the air. When Cassandra hit the ground, she immediately collapsed. How clumsy of her. She's so clumsy. She's a daydreaming clumsy person. (laughs) This is a main character. This is a main character. Quickly, she stood up again, almost as if drunk. They were standing in the middle of a corridor that led to a brightly lit hall. The boy, having not fallen. Are they about to enter sorting ceremony? (laughs) I love it when the OC barges into the sorting ceremony. What's better than that? (laughs) I'm here to be sorted. Uh, Unfortunately, we are not barging directly into the welcome feast, although that is one of my favorite things. Mm Mm-hmm. The boy, having not fallen, cleared his throat and motioned for her to follow him. We're going to Dumbledore's office, he answered. Stop saying things to her that she doesn't know. She needs so much more context. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Dumbledore. Okay. (laughs) He had been looking back at her and didn't see the other boy until they crashed into each other. And this new boy glared. We just had a we just had a two people run into each other. other. We all know what that means. If you run into a person, you're gonna get married. You have to get married. You have to get married. Yeah. It's just the the rules. rules. It's just rules. We don't make the rules. (laughs) Watch where you're going, weasel. It was wrong. (laughs) Catch your Family afford eyes. <laughs> oh, that's really good, Draco. <laughs> this is maybe one of my favorite lines of fan fiction of all time. Can't your family afford eyes? That's really, Got em. really good, Draco. Draco would say that. 
no, no. Mm? It was Ron the whole time holding the face <laughs> at the Good Charlotte concert, singing along. Uh, just like the the picture that is continually painted for you in this story, how it builds is incredible. Can't your family afford eyes? He spat at the boy. He turned and saw Cassandra, and his whole demeanor changed. Oh, no. Hi. You must be the new girl, Cassandra, right? How does he know? I have no idea. They posted a bulletin. They posted a bulletin. (laughs) Heir of Slytherin returns. on the Hogwarts bulletin board. And there's like a picture on it and it's mm-hmm. her at a good Charlotte concert or in a good Charlotte t-shirt. Like, yeah. I love that it. Is, that is what she's wearing right now. A good Charlotte t-shirt? Yeah. 100%. 100%. It's the tour tee. It's absolutely a tour oh, tee yeah, that yeah, she yeah. bought before the concert. Nice. We know. We, we all know. We're all here. Um, but Cassandra was looking at the boy as if lost in a whole other time and world. A long gash appeared on her arm. A river of tears started pouring down her suddenly Wait, pale what? cheeks. What? <laughs> I was, I was, I was being mad because she was about to fall in love with Draco. But say that what? She's being her her mind and body are being transported through space and time. She's a, reliving a memory. What? Yeah, she knows this guy. So she's got. A- Tears. Tears are streaming down her face. Draco was like, you're Cassandra, right? And she was like, (laughs) (laughs) what? (laughs) Ferret, what on earth did you do to her? Cassandra heard Weasel ask from a different world. (laughs) She's transported. I don't know. Something's happening. Memories that had haunted the last year's nightmares flew before her eyes. Ferret. He looked like Tim. Tim? Just like Tim. Tim? Tim? The world swam, and she felt herself sliding mercifully into darkness. (laughs) Who is Tim? That's the end of the story. (laughs) You absolute monster! Not sorry. I refuse to apologize. Oh, you shithead. You shithead. And we're left with so many questions. Who is Tim? Who is Tim? (laughs) Apparently something horrible happened to Tim. But maybe he was Draco. But maybe, who knows? We will actually never know. And she did f- find herself sliding mercifully into darkness, so I have no idea if she passed out or died. She I have fucking died. no clue. <laughs> <laughs> they have to go around and take down all the signs that says the heir of Slytherin returns. Yeah, that, that's why it's really the end of the story. It's the end of the story because she died and that was all there was. That was it. Thanks. You're never going to know who Tim is. Sorry. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> you got two points. I did. That was really good. Very proud of myself. That was really good. Well done. I think the title gave a lot away on this one. Yeah, I caught. I caught the vibe. You caught the vibe. Did anybody else catch the vibe? Raise your hand if you got a point. Oh, oh, oh! We got a couple Couple points. Nice work. I love it. Well done, everybody. Well, well done. Mm -hmm. All right, we have another half an hour, so I get to do another story. Hell yeah! Yes, 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 yes. (sighs) All right, everyone. It's time to make predictions again. Mm. Here are your three clues. This story is called Merlin's Mark. <laughs> it is adventure slash romance. Oh, we got the romance tag this time. Nice. And this came out post Order of the Phoenix. All right. Merlin's Mark. Merlin's Mark is on Harry Potter. That's one. Merlin's Mark. Um, I I think we're gonna get 
a new prophecy from Dumbledore. Ooh, okay. I'm going like to get a little like specific. It. Okay. Oh, and I need to guess a pairing. I bet this have is. To. Now I'm going to do it, though. Okay. Harmony. Oh. I bet you brought Harmony. I brought, brought Harmony to all of these nice people. Look at these people. nice people. Yes, <laughs> I, I assume you wanted to torture these nice people. I did, I did already do a mean thing. I did several mean things in a row. All right, excellent. Everybody keep your predictions in your heads and your hearts. And it is time to begin. Mm-hmm. Merlin's Mark. Chapter one. Of one. Nice. Does this one have a title? It doesn't. It also doesn't have a title. I know. I get very disappointed when the chapters don't have titles. Yeah. But alas, chapter one. Harry Potter of Number Four Privet Drive was currently sleeping. Great. We're starting at the Dursleys. Love it when we do this. We start this, is, this is when you know you're going to make it really far in a fan fiction when it starts. When it starts at the Dursleys, at the Dursleys. this is when you know the furthest you're going to get is the sorting ceremony. Oh, <laughs> we, we rarely even and make it that far. Yeah, that's saying something. <laughs> he was having a very interesting dream. Mm. One that consisted of a tall man dressed in a dark blue robe standing at the foot of his bed. Okay. The fact that this wasn't a dream had barely registered. Oh, God. When the tall man flicked his wand and a pail of water was dropped on (laughs) Harry's head. (laughs) There are other ways to wake people up, actually. Despite what cartoons might have you believe. (laughs) Nope, this is the only way. Great. Okay. The man chuckled as Harry sat up. Is this fucking Dumbledore? <laughs> Got him! <laughs> that's how Dumbledore is, right? Yeah, that's exactly how he is. The man chuckled as Harry sat up and shook his head, his messy black hair sending water spraying everywhere. Sorry about that, Harry. No, you're not. No, but I had to wake you up somehow, the man said. So this is the thing I chose. Again, I'm going to buy a ticket for a good Charlotte concert one year in advance in order to contact this one girl, and I'm going to wake you up by dumping a pail of water on your head. There are easier ways to do anything. (laughs) Than, like, pretending to be a sleep paralysis demon and then dumping water on someone? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Rude. Harry decided he liked the man. What? (laughs) Harry. Harry's like, lol, good one, got him, and it's me. (laughs) Oh, Harry. He spoke gently, but had a power raiding off of him that put Dumbledores to shame. Oh, it's Merlin. Is it? Yes. (laughs) He's like, I'm your dad. (laughs) I assume. Um, Who are you? Harry asked rather bluntly. And weren't there less messy ways of waking me up? Oh, okay. Harry mumbled this last part under his breath. But the man laughed anyway. (laughs) They have such a nice joking relationship, Harry and this stranger in his bedroom. Oh, man. If Harry goes to a second location with this person, I might leave. Where are we going? America. (laughs) There were, but there's no fun in that. You kids are too serious nowadays. No time for having fun. Okay. Why? Harry's godfather just died. (laughs) Why? Back when I was young, but I digress. I can't tell you my name right now, Mr. Potter, but I assure you, I mean no harm. Great. (laughs) Awesome. And then Harry's like, yes, let's go to a second location. And no, I was not sent here by Albus either. Hmm. He said the last part as Harry opened his mouth, leading him to wonder if this man was skilled in occlumency. Hmm. I come here of my own agenda, Uh for I have a favor to ask you. 
I presume Albus has told you of the prophecy? Okay. He waited as Harry nodded, a slight frown on his face. You know, this could be like a plant from Voldemort trying to get the rest of the prophecy from Harry. Right. No, this could be- Harry, have any reservations. You know what? (laughs) Harry has never once had any reservations about anything. (laughs) Harry is always Exactly. Hermione's not there to be like, hey, Harry, this seems not good. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, boy, oh, boy. Ron's not here to be like, don't trust mysterious people in your bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's not normal in the wizarding world, actually. Okay, let's see. Very well. The part of the prophecy that states of the power he knows not is rather vague. I am how you will receive this power. Oh! Along with a few other pupils to be. Yes. Four to be exact. Nice. The five of you will defeat Voldemort. You will find all the information you need in this book. <laughs> Which I am selling for $49.99. What? <laughs> what? Is this is not an infomercial. It, it, no, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. I'm here to tell you that you have the power to defeat Voldemort. And for only $79.99 oh, a, month. <laughs> a month. A month. This is the power to defeat Voldemort. <laughs> It's a subscription service, apparently. It is. It is. Yeah, you can only defeat Voldemort once you get to like the twelfth level. Oh, so you okay. have to, you right. know, you know. Gotta pay into it. <laughs> With a snap of his fingers, a large tome appeared in his hand. Read this. And I will be back tomorrow with further instruction. Harry's never read? Yeah, I know. He's like, oh man, I'm at the Dursleys. Hermione's not here to read this to me or to read it herself and then give me the Cliff Notes version of it. Uh, (laughs) It is a rather large tome. Mm -hmm. He turned to leave, then turned back again. Oh, and do not mention my appearance here to anyone. Not your friends, not Albus, not anyone. Understood? Yeah, this seems sus. I hate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in in reality, in reality, in the in Harry in the Harry Potter universe, Harry would be like, "Yeah," and then this guy would leave, and he would immediately get out a quill and, and paper and be like, "To Albus Dumbledore." Yeah, probably. What the fuck? You know. <laughs> He might, but what if he doesn't want to trouble him? Sirius is dead. Who does he oh, write to now? Oh, that's true. I don't want to. I don't want to bother Dumbledore. And Hermione and Ron aren't helpful. Exactly. So he's be. just gonna do it himself. Yep. Harry nodded mutely as the man nodded at him, and then seemed to melt away. Bye. Well, that was officially odd. Harry muttered, glancing down at the book. The title read Merlin's Mark. Colon, the power unleashed. (laughs) This is some kind of like weird cult. (laughs) MLM? Yeah, it is. It is. That, yeah, you get the free free proportion first, but then the book is only going to give you so much, and then Mm. you're going to want more. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Sure. That's how it's going. The author's name was blank. But Harry had a feeling that the mysterious man was indeed the author of the book. What great deductive skills, Harry. You're doing a wonderful job. And Uh, that there was more to that tall man than there seemed to be. Okay. Again, Harry shrugged. (laughs) Lay down on the bed, opened the book, and began to read. The first page was blank, except for a small note that said, do not proceed unless you are willing to die for the cause. <laughs> this book will kill you otherwise. What? If you flip one more page in this book and you are not ready to die, you're going to die anyway. It's <laughs> a little extreme. All right. And then here he goes. <laughs> this gave Harry a bit of a shock. But then he thought. Just a bit. I definitely am. I mean, yes, Harry is ready to die for almost no reason. Yeah, exactly. 
He's like, yeah, sure. Harry flipped the page and felt a sudden surge of golden light flow through him, setting every hair on his body checking on that, end. Checking his readiness to die level. I just think he doesn't know what electricity is. I think he just like <laughs> fully got electrocuted. <laughs> okay. And then Harry, and then Harry died. The world went black. End of story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn it, Sequoia. Whoo. <laughs> <laughs> Harry hovered a few inches off the bed and stayed that way for a full minute before he was slammed back down onto the bed. Okay. Harry was rather shaken, but he glanced down at the book and it was open to the second page. It read, Chapter One, The History of the Mark. Okay. Harry thought to himself that this might be something Hermione would be more interested in. It's a pretty good characterization of Harry. <laughs> We're doing all right. You know, Harry's actually been pretty good this whole fic. Yeah. Accepting of weird nonsense. Um, yeah, he's like, stranger in my room, give me this that book. Fine. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, Harry. But he was intrigued, nonetheless, mm-hmm. naturally. And now we get a little bit of an excerpt from the book itself. This mark was thought to be legendary. A symbol of power adorned by only the renowned Merlin himself. But I know otherwise. This book is written in first person. Weird. And uh, it feels more like a diary or a journal Uh than a book, but that's fine. Okay. I know that Merlin is indeed the creator and only wearer of this mark. But there are more to come. Huh. Five, in fact. (laughs) I really hope we get the other four names. Sure. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm only doing mean things today. This is tragic. (laughs) These five will be handpicked by Merlin himself. And yes, he is still alive. Wait, and it's not him? Well, it's unclear. Uh Uh-huh. He's still alive somewhere. I don't know. That's me. I'm just writing the book. Perhaps a little lesson on Merlin is in order. Merlin will live as long as he chooses to. (laughs) Good. Awesome. Good, good. Awesome. Only the people who have read this book know this for a fact. I don't know how many people have read this book. He's going door to door. It's like a lot of people. He's killed, he's killed like 70 people <laughs> with this book. Yeah. <laughs> and he is a bit of a mystery, for no one truly knows what he looks like. And the public only has fictitious pictures based on the only true information available on Merlin. His height. <laughs> Nobody knows knows how hot Merlin actually is, (laughs) says the book. (laughs) But he's really tall. (laughs) Really tall. Really hot. Really hot. Really tall. So he's also got really big muscles. And nobody knows. And nobody knows. Everybody keeps drawing him wrong. (laughs) Enough about Merlin. And more about his mark. Merlin created his mark to help control his nearly infinite power. The mark allows you to control over unlimited magical power. <laughs> you heard me right, says the book. Do you have to? <laughs> this is like, Merlin is absolutely writing this about himself. This yes. is like Merlin self-insert fan fiction. Yes. I have, have infinite power. power and an eight pack. <laughs> and I'm really tall. <laughs> Do you have to already have the infinite power or is this book going to help you get the infinite power? This, uh, you are going to get the infinite power once the Merlin's Mark is bestowed upon you. Okay, because otherwise believe. you can control it. Fine. Got yes. It. Hold for the text. No. <sighs> you heard me right. Unlimited control over unlimited magical power. Okay. This mark could be disastrous if fallen into the wrong hands. Okay. So there is a precaution in place. Only Merlin can administer the mark. 
and he can control the amount of power you can access if he feels you are abusing his power. No one knows when Merlin will cho choose his prophesized five, mm -hmm. but it is sure to be soon. <laughs> Somebody knows, Somebody Merlin. Knows. Yeah, he knows, yeah. Harry was a bit shocked. Merlin was alive? Unlimited power? Was that guy insane? Wait a minute. Was that guy Merlin? <laughs> it's all the pieces are coming together for Harry. Harry's doing a He's great job. <laughs> Harry shook his head and continued to read the rest of the book. The section that caught Harry's attention was the following. The shape the mark takes on the bearer's arm has been said to vary from person to person. Merlin's is a midnight blue flame on his right forearm. Okay. The mark takes the form of the person's soul. Oh. Which oh. is, it's, their so, it's the distillation of their soul into a mark on their arm. Into a cool tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which is why it will, will likely vary on the chosen five. Mm-hmm. Harry inwardly wondered what his mark would appear as. Uh-huh. He also wondered who the other chosen four were. He hoped he could tolerate them. Oh, it's good. <laughs> Draco is going to be there. <laughs> 100%. Harry finished the tome and placed it under the loose floorboard under his bed. The end. <laughs> Who do you give me? Give me? Give me the five. Give me the five. Draco, Harry. I think we get. I think this one. We don't always do this when we've done. Merlin has five heirs in the past. In the past, when this happens all the time in fan fiction. <laughs> um, I think we. I think we. We're gonna get one from each house. Oh, okay. Harry, Harry, Draco. Draco. Um. Ooh, Neville. Okay. Luna. Okay. Susan Bones. Oh, I like this five. That's good. It's a great group, right? That's a great Except group. for Draco. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you get any points? No. No. That one. Uh... Oh, wait. Yeah, it was going to. It was eventually. going to eventually. I could give you that one. I will take it. Nice. Uh, three total points for Kim for today's episode. Thank you. Oh, that was fun. It certainly was. Um, what we didn't do in our live show context was mm -hmm. do a recommendation. And I still would like to have a recommendation on this episode. So I guess it's time. Right. For the, the rec, rec zone. zone. Maybe um, we should do a rec zone in the live show because then we could get the whole room to yell that with us. Oh, you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. Um, okay. I have a fan fiction for you today. It's called Another Place to Fall. And okay. it is um, just some really, really extra fluffy Ron Miney for you all nice. today. Hell yeah, dude. Going classic. Classic. Love that for us. Uh, the link to that will be in the description of this episode. It will also be on our website at fanaticalfix.com. Also on our website is the story submission form. If you have some fan fiction that we need to see, we need to see mm -hmm. it, you can send mm -hmm. it in on the submission form and we will look at it. Also on the website, you can find some merch. We've got a cool bookmark on our website or you can click over to Tee Public, where we've got a wide variety of designs on a wide variety of objects. You Tapestries. 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 Um, <laughs> if you wanted to find us on social media to tweet at us for any of the variety of things we're constantly screaming, screaming about being tweeted at for, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Fanatical Fix. If you have longer thoughts that you... Or shorter thoughts. You want to send us an email that's just a subject line? We'll take that too. I we'll mean, take that. you know. Yeah. Why not? You can do that at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. If you want to help out this podcast, there are a couple of ways to do it. Firstly, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, rate us on Spotify, do all of the above. 
Or you can trick the planet 2022. Two, 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 two. Tell every snail. person. <laughs> or snail. Tell every snail's to good too. Tell That's every good. snail to tell every person. <laughs> tell every snail to tell every bird to tell every person. Oh. About the podcast. That's good. I'm sure that'll help a lot. I'm sure that'll bring in a lot of listenership. The planet. <laughs> or. Option number three, join us on Patreon. We've got lots of fun bonus content. I'm really hyped. We're recording a bonus episode right after this, so uh, that's super exciting. Um, We've also got a super fun community that you can come chill with, or at a couple of our tiers after a a few months, you get a shout-out on the podcast in the form of a story summary, which Sequoia is going to do now. Fred and George truly meant no harm. They could not possibly have known that the effects of their newest candy would be so extreme or so long lasting. <laughs> That's why the tests on unsuspecting first years were so necessary, so they could work out the issues before making their concoctions available for school wide sale. There's no way they could have anticipated that this particular first year, upon ingesting a shrinking sour, would end up as small as only one inch tall. (laughs) Of course they wouldn't sell something so dangerous. They'd meant to shrink him to maybe a foot tall, at the shortest. And naturally, they never intended for the effects to last what had so far been two full days. And finally, and most absolutely, they would never intentionally misplace such a tiny, delicate, shrunken child. (laughs) With all of that said, the twins find themselves in quite a pinch, and they'll need the help of a particularly good finder. With Cedric Diggory on the case, this little guy couldn't be lost for too long, right? Man, can't stand you sometimes. <laughs> that was really good. Nice. Our thanks to Bryn Johnston, Eileen, Madeline Sandberg, Thor Sander, Mmm Dinner, Nicole Langman, Marissa Trinchuk Ortiz, Kate, and Theodore Bramen. Thank you so much for your support on Patreon and for being listeners to our silly little pod. And of course, as always, thank you to the Whomping Willows for letting us use their amazing song Wolf Star as our theme song. You can find their music at thewompingwillows.bandcamp.com. Bye! Bye. Yeah. <laughs>